the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. My name is Cynthia McIntosh, and I welcome you to Nuggets of Truth broadcast. Today, I want to take us into a brief walk through Psalms 84. I want to highlight some of his truth and hopefully cause you to continue more study of this text. It has a beautiful background, very similar to our walk as Christians. This chapter in Psalms, although written in what theologians call the Jewish hymnal, is full of hope for us today. I hope today as I go through this text that you will see that we, like the Jews, have similar experiences in our walk with God and all need to come together in an agreement to give God what he's asking of us. Well, I want to start out just giving you a a brief background summary of the chapter itself, Psalms chapter 84, and then read through the Psalms and highlight some of its deep, deep truths. Psalms 84 expresses a deep longing of exiled Jews to be back at the temple in Jerusalem once again. As like many of us, they found themselves separated from God due to replacing God with other things in their lives. When you replace God with something else, this is defined as idolatry. And in response to their sin of idolatry, God allowed foreign nations to take them captive to foreign lands. There they realized just how unique their relationship with God was. Along with having God's original laws for living, the Jews had a face-to-face relationship with God. Beloved, Jews saw what God could do to the natural elements of the earth. They also knew what it felt like to be stirred deeply within their hearts when in God's presence. I really do believe they had a relationship close to what Adam and Eve had in the Garden of Eden. For it says in Genesis 3 and 8, And they, Adam and Eve, heard the voice of of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God amongst the trees of the garden at this time in their life God decided to pay them a visit Adam and Eve knew what it it felt like for God just to stop by Unfortunately, this visit found them guilty of the one thou shalt not that God had given them. 
God told them they could eat of all the trees of the garden except for the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Beloveds, they did what many of us do. And as with them, since that moment, they and us all end up with a desire to get back to the Eden that we had before we fell into sin. Beloved, Satan's goal is to separate us from God. For he led Adam and Eve and many of us into, into temptations that sever that relationship. And the good news is this, is that God has made a way for us to get back together with him. Psalms 84 expresses a deep desire to regain an intimate relationship with God. For us today, this Psalms helps us, helps to guide us into that relationship and his presence. We too learn that nothing can replace God in our lives and therefore I believe at least once a year we need to read the words of Psalms 84. For we understand, as the Jews did, that the initial temptation of leaving God soon loses its effect on us as God's presence gets pushed out of our lives. The great news is that we now have an open door to an accessible God. Who's able to restore, to resurrect, to heal, to redeem back to us things lost during his absence in our lives. I want to now read uh, the entire Psalms 84, if I have time today for your edification. And to highlight some of the great truths of this text. The writer writes, how amiable are thy tabernacles, O Lord of hosts. My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Yea, the sparrow hath found a house, and a swallow a nest for herself, where she may lay her young, even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God. Blessed are they that dwell in thy house. They will be still praising thee. Blessed is the man whose strength is in thee, and whose heart are the ways of them. Who passing through the valley of Becca, making it a well, the rain also filleth the pools. Now, beloved, for a moment here, I want to stop and dive deeper to what the valley of Becca was. For I really do believe the, the writer mentioned this, this valley because that's where the Jews were at the time of the writing of the psalm. Some theologians and other versions of the Bible, instead of calling it the Valley of Becca, calls it the Valley of Weeping. The word Becca means properly weeping, lamentation. It's so defined from a species of trees called balsam trees, which appear to be weeping as it distills tears or 
drops of balsam resembling tears in size and appearance. Now, the Eastern Easton's Bible Dictionary had this to say about the Valley of Becca. It says it's also, it's a valley of weeping and probably a valley in some part of Palestine generally. Uh, one of the valleys which pilgrims had to pass on their way to the sanctuary of God in, in Jerusalem, in Zion. And for us, this place, listen to this, is a symbol, symbol of our deep repentance, which can only be brought about by humiliation and bitter tears. Reaping, which wrenches the very soul because we see ourselves for what we really are. Sinners who rightfully deserve God's wrath, proud, independent men and women who are in and of ourselves nothing and owe all to Christ. Beloved, it's, it's this valley of Becca, a dying place, a place where all selfish ambitions are left on the barren, rocky plains of what first appears to be a place of no water, no rain. We thirst in this place. Yes, yes, we do. We cry out to God for relief, believing we will perish. But the word says, who passing through the valley of Becca make it a well. The rain also fills the pools. Now, how do we make Becca a well of water? Well, we allow the Holy Spirit to dig deep into our souls. We submit to God totally in this place. And allow him through the Holy Spirit to shine what I call a searchlight into the deep recesses of our heart. To dig deep within our souls, rooting out those things which we have held on to, which were all selfish desires. Now, some theologians say that the phrase, and the rain which will fill the pools, is actually a tear, or tears of deep repentance. As I said earlier, the pilgrims of old passed through this valley to get to Jerusalem. So we too, as Christians, will have to spiritually travel through it before we reach our Zion. And note that it says in Psalms 84 and 6, we pass through. That doesn't mean we pitch a tent and claim residence, but we learn while traveling through it and keep moving. We keep moving until we are united with God. In his will for holiness and sanctification. Beloveds, we leave Becca changed and ready to enter deeper waters of relationship with God. I believe today as the Jews experienced that valley of Becca. That we too can get back to Eden. Beloveds, we can get back to that place. We can do and have happened what that next verse in Psalms 84 and 7 says. He says, they go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. 
The writer is alluding to the fact that you could get through the valley of Becca and get to to Zion. You can get to that, that place where God wants you to live at. And that place that you will be at after you leave the valley of Becca is in a place of a new strength. But this writer says they go from strength to strength. Now the Amplified Bible said it like this. To go deeper into that phrase from strength to strength as increasing in victorious power. Now I love this thought here because it alludes to the fact that as we serve God, as we continue making that journey to Jerusalem, as we continue passing through the valley of Becca, as we continue going through seasons of repentance, as we continue weeping because of what we've done to ourselves and to God and to our relationship, that we enter into a new glory, into a new strength. We learn, beloveds, what it feels like to grow stronger and stronger in victory over sin in our lives. Can our battle get easier? The answer is yes. Can we handle more and more of God's request for our life? Yes. We've got to keep moving. We can't stop. I hope today that you will understand and know that you are a conqueror in Christ Jesus. Well, beloveds, I've got to go. God bless you. And I hope to share again with you all next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.